Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. So you like hockey? Congratulations. You're amongst the smartest sports fans in the world. Want to fight about it? Join me, the Hockey Troll, and that snack, Polly Cupcakes, every Monday and Thursday on the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL, your Washington Capitals. Not only do we bring you the best Washington Capitals coverage, but we've got the hottest takes and the tastiest content. Tune in wherever you get your podcast and at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Chirp us on all social media platforms at Caps Chirp. See you beauties and vendors there. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast for this week. It is a Wednesday, October 27th when this podcast drops. Thank you, everyone, for your patience. I thank you very much. So um, before we get started this week, just um, as I posted on the old Twitter machine, a bit of a programming note this week. Um, There is going to be no Friday face-off here this week instead you are getting a very bonus episode this week first off because it is a very busy and emotional week for me I have a lot of stuff going on personally that is taking up a lot of my time and I need to prepare for it this weekend um so I am leaving it at that next week we will be back on schedule I promise but in return I am bringing back friend of the podcast the Yinzer himself, the urinating tree, is back this week, and we will talk all sorts of NHL nonsense. So happy to have friend of the podcast, urinating tree, on. The uh, very salty Yinzer will be on, and we'll be talking all sorts of NHL stuff. So please check that out. That will drop on Friday instead of the Friday face-off, or maybe Thursday. Who knows? But enough about that. Let's get right into this past weekend as the Hershey Bears had their first roadie of the season and took on none other than the Charlotte Checkers. They have had a lot of trouble with them over the past couple of years, non-pandemic, because the Carolina farm system, which was the Hurricanes, 
drafted really well. They had some really good prospects. Sebastian Ajo, Jake Bean, um, and uh, and others. A lot more. I can't remember them because, well, they're all up with the Hurricanes right now or got traded away. Uh, Alex Nedeljkovic being another one of them. This was a team that had a lot of great prospects and a lot of good veterans that wanted to come in and help this squad. So much so that it got them a Calder Cup in 1819. And they're more than happy to tell you that, especially their Twitter page. In 1920, they were still good, but you could tell that the Hurricanes were starting to pluck, 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 and knew what guys they were going to take from the farm system. Hold on a second. Little sip of Perrier here. There we go. (laughs) Seat of your pants broadcasting at its finest. So, the Hurricanes started taking players from the Checkers. And before the world went crazy, we got news that the Checkers were no longer going to be the Hurricanes affiliate. Now, they're going to be the Florida Panthers affiliate. And before things started up this year, now they're going to be the Seattle Krakens affiliate. Only for one year, because we also got news this week that Next week, we are going to find out what the Seattle Kraken's AHL Farm Club is going to be out there in Palm Springs. Ah, Coachella Valley. They just want the name Coachella. That's what they want. Anyway, back to the checkers. So now that they have the Panthers and Kraken affiliate, I wondered, is this team still good? Is this deadly skill still there? Is the goaltending still there? Can this team still deliver for a fan base that had a lot of success over the past couple years? And in in an arena that the Bears had a lot of trouble playing in. Well, this past weekend, we got our answer. The boys were at it on a Friday night there at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. Good, healthy smattering of people there on a Friday night. And boy, I, I miss these Friday nights games, meaningful games, where the Bears traveled outside of the tri-state area for the first time in 20 months. In over 600 days, the Bears traveled outside of the PA New Jersey area. It's very beautiful. And so the Bears were at it early. It was a very, a bit of an up and down game, and the boys get started early. Two on one breaks out with AJ. AJ, go... Going across there with Protoss with him. AJ looking, looking over. Protoss scores! Yes! Alexi Protoss, beautiful feed by AJF. Yes, I know, I know. I used to call him AJ. Um, you know, as in phenomenal AJ Styles. All you wrestling fans out there, thank you very much. But you know, you got to modernize with the times. And so I decided, instead of going the phenomenal AJ... We're going with AJF. If you know, you know. Anyway, he's not the one that got the goal. That was Alexi Protas. one nothing Bears early on in the game. But is it that easy down there in Charlotte? Bollocks is it. Because then Charlotte gets right back on its arse. They develop a two-on-one of their own. Pass over to Alex True. Wait, Alex True? Uh-oh. Shot. Scores. Well... What's good for the goose is good for the gander, I suppose. And the checkers get one back to get on the board 
and it's 1-1. All right. All right, fine. Who said this was going to be easy? Would it be fun if it was easy? No. But Charlotte comes right back again near the end of the first. Again, they get a two-on-one. Sort of a broken play. Alex Drew, dear God, can somebody get a body on this guy? So he passes over, and the shot goes in, and it's, it, it hits the post. There's a collision, and it and it, is it in? Is it it? Yes, it's in. It's in. Ref's pointing. It counts. It's in. Alex True gets credit for the goal, although some thought Max McCormick got it as well. Anyway, credit to Alex True, his second of the night, to make it 2-1 Charlotte. And then something weird happened on the American Hockey League app. <laughs> oh boy, things got a little uh, weird. Um, because on the AHL app, um, when Alex True scored, it gave him two goals. It's 3-1 Charlotte. Wait, what? 3-1? Wait, what's going on here? So it turned out that the app um, inadvertently double scored Alex True and even Zach on the broadcast is saying no Bears fans what you are seeing on the Hershey Bears app is incorrect the correct score is 2-1 so at the next break they corrected it and it's now 2-1 fine whatever fine it's early in the season we'll get this taken care of on to the second we go and Charlotte gets into some trouble and the Bears get a five on three power play and you know with this team a five-on-three should be very productive. With the amount of skill that we got without Doss Funderkin, this this power play, especially the five-on-three kind, should be good. And they do what me and the guys say. Bring it in, lads! Bring it in! Pass! Bring it in! So you can get the quick passes in the passing lanes. Don't do what these teams like to do. They'll stay out the point. They'll look and... Uh, uh, is Ovechkin open? No. Uh, back to the point. Point looks uh, left, right, right. It's like I choose my own adventure. Uh, to the right. No. No. Bring it in, guys. Bring it in. And they did. And they did. And it just looking, looking. Pilon there on the far side. Looks over. Throws across. Mike Scarbosa scores. Slam dunk. Easy there on the far post. Not exactly liquid hockey, but nice pass. Finds a seam down low through the crease and right into the net. We're tied. All right. So the Bears get another power play. And boy, the refs are playing you-know-what tonight. And a big long shot from Cody Franzen gets in on the net. Scramble play and play in their front. Was it Joey Decord? Uh, let me check here. Da -da 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 -da. Come on, stupid app. Do your job. Uh... Who was in net? It was Gibson. It was Gibby. So uh, Gibby swimming around. He's like, oh, who the, who's got it? And there's Garrett Pilon. And watching this on the replay, um, I was listening to it at, at work. Typically, when you have a scramble in front of the net, in the net, you have guys who will back, jam, and scrape, and try and throw the puck in on net and be quick because the, the goalie's down and out. You have to make split decisions. Hockey's a game of... Swift decisions. But what I liked what Pilon did, got the puck, head up, knew where he wanted to go, and just threw it low. He knew Gibson was down and out and didn't know. Took advantage of that. Not with a quick shot, but with skill. And that 
is the kind of skill that this team has. Garrett Pilon, power play goal to put the Bears up 3-2. Two power play goals on the night, and the boys are off and running. But Charlotte would not make this easy as Hippome, Alexia Pome, would tie the game late in the third. Shut up, phone, to make it um, 3-3. Of course, this wouldn't be easy. And we go into the third. And these are the type of moments as hockey fans you agree on that we've missed those tense third periods um, of just who's going to get the next goal. It's two really good teams going at it. Who's going to get it? And we get late into the third and there's a dump in. Copley kind of fumbles it a bit. Knew he should have had it. You can see the panic in his in his movement and he slaps it to the corner and two bears try to converse on it but some checkers get it quickly true gets it throws it back in front copley's out of position there's max mccormick dear god no scars no 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 again that's what beats us a stupid bad hockey play all around that's what freaking beats us No, 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 no. That was me hitting plastic, everyone. Okay, before all of you start to rant about how immature I sound, I can handle losing. And a lot of you hockey fans can handle losing as well. When you lose on a skillful team, that's one thing. But when you blow it, but when you screw it up, and one little mistake is what cost you that is the stuff that gets you riled up and yes i was upset friday night the bears get another power play late but just couldn't pull the trigger on this one and a sign of a good team is one that can come back from something like that sometimes it happens sometimes it doesn't matt kreiderstead would get an empty netter with a minute to go and that's it The Bears' first loss of the season, Charlotte 5, Hershey 3. Now, I did a rapid recap video on this, and I tore Phoenix Copley a new one in it. And you can tell by me in this recording, I was upset. Because again, there are not our nights in hockey where you get blown out of the barn. That happens. If there would have been a late power play, and True would have completed the hat trick on a power play. I can handle that. This team's good. If the Bears you know, would have given up a goal early and not been able to get back, fine. Again, skill, speed, that's what beats you. Not a freaking goalie fumble, which we saw a bunch of in the NHL last playoffs. I'm looking at you, Tristan Jari, Ilya Samsonov, Swayman. You know who you are. And that's the kind of things that it, it shouldn't happen. Well, it's early in the season. Give Copley a break. They had other chances to score. The third comment is not wrong because I heard from Bears fans. And when I watched the replay, as harsh as I was on Copley, I have it here on the big big TV behind me, I noticed, and I even admitted this on Facebook, that I was wrong. 
Copley played the puck to the corner. And nobody got to it. Well, I should say not nobody got to it. There were two Bears that were following a checker to the corner. It was a failure all around. And was Copley to blame on that play? Yes. He fumbled it. He created the situation. But his defense wasn't there to help correct it. And credit to Charlotte. They took care of it. Would I have laughed if this had happened to the Phantoms and the Bears were doing this? Absolutely. But Phantoms fans would have torn their team a new one as well. I know I heard it from Bears fans. Not everybody's a win. It's October. Correct. But again, plays like this should not be what beats us. And there were a lot of things that that went wrong in that play. It just sucks that that's the way that you lose. That this team is too scared. Too skilled, in my opinion, to lose on a gaffe, a play. And credit to Charlotte. They're good. They are really, really good. So that did it for that night. The three stars of the game, Alex True. Third star of the night with two goals and an assist. Max McCormick, a goal and two assists. And Christopher Gibson. 33, 33 for 36 is your first star of the game. Phoenix Copley went 15 for 19. Oof. Oof. That's, uh, that's, uh, not good. Anyway, um, for the Bears, Scarbosa, Pilon, and Protoss, all with goals. Um, but, um, let's see here. Joe, let's see here. Da, 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 da. I can do this. There was something I wanted to see. Mike Vercioni, two assists on the night. Shh. He's turning into a really good signing. Shh. Don't tell anyone. Anyway, so the Bears would get back on it on a Saturday, and we are going to take a short break as we have a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. Bears fans, it's not only hockey season, it's NFL season. And who's ready for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the National Football League, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you, Bears fans, win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, turkey dinner. Damn it, it's chicken dinner. Chicken dinner. Right. It's just that simple. If Sportsbook is not available in your state and you know who you are, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot of millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, 
you win with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, PA only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit required, and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now, on with the show. Back at it on a Saturday night there in Charlotte. At 6 o'clock start there at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. The boys were back at it on a Saturday night. And, um, you know, I'm going to be honest with everyone here. Um, mm, excuse me. Um, I did not watch or listen to a lot of this game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I know. I know. Slapping my hand. I know. The reason being is that, well, I have another job on weekends. Here at the PA Ren Fair, Renaissance Fair, is wrapping up this weekend. That's why I'm not doing a Friday face-off for all of you. Because this is Halloween. This is our, our peak near the end of the season. Things get very busy. And so this is one of the problems and challenges that I've had to do with this is that, you know, last Saturday, I had the advantage of being there. This one, I did not. And this upcoming weekend uh, will be a bit of a challenge as well. Though thankfully, well, thankfully for the podcast, this weekend is it. Halloween weekend is the last weekend. It will be emotional and it will be a lot of things. So that that's kind of the weird balancing act that I have in juggling this hockey podcast and doing those performances. So a little bit of transparency behind the microphone here. So if it sounds like I don't know t- too much about the, uh, the game story and the ebb and flow of this game, it's because, well, I did not see nor hear a lot of this. But I did try to check in. Like around like 5.30, I went up, you know, just to check on things. And um, the Bears got down early against Charlotte. And this was Zach Fucali time there for the Bears. And in net for Charlotte, they had... They had Joey Deco... No! Bebo! Bebo! Anton Bebo! Wait, former Toronto... Marley, yes. Former Toronto Marley, former San Jose Barracuda, former Colorado Eagle. Wow. Okay. Wait, was he a part of the uh, Marley's championship run? Question mark? Not entirely sure. I want to say yes. Is there with him in 2016? I, was that it? I think that was. Anyway, sorry. So, sorry, got distracted. Former Toronto Marley, Antoine Bebo. And it sort of turned into a, uh, a goalie duel. And Charlotte took a lot in the first period, you know, with the shots 9-3. The Bears got more in the second with it being 12-5. And Charlotte kind of took over a little bit there in the third. And Charlotte got on the board early with Logan Hutsko. Hutsko. H-U-T-S-K-O. Hut. Sko. Yeah. Charlotte would go up one nothing, And this turned into, I guess, would be a goaltender's duel. one nothing 
deep into the third. And if I was there at Mr. Brojangles Coliseum, boy, oh boy, would I be just stressed out watching this. Like, come on, boys, just get one. I'll take a point on the weekend. Just get one in. And, well, the boys would cash in. Garrett Pilon with the second goal of the weekend would get in and tie the game at 1-1. Assist to Muggle and Joe Snively. Yes! Go on, lads! This is what I'm talking about, everyone. A team that is skilled enough to get back into this game. And we are going to overtime. And as I got done, um, at fair, is around like 8.30, I get in my car. And because of the stupid AHL app, when I was getting done and, and getting dressed, it was around like 8.15, I was getting done. And I looked at my phone and it said, one nothing Charlotte, end of third. And I'm walking out like, we got no points on the weekend. We got freaking nothing. Stupid bears. We could have gotten two points yesterday and got 500 on the weekend, which is all I wanted. That's all I wanted out of Charlotte. Go 500 on the weekend. And we couldn't even get a point. Great. We're at 500. And I get in my car and I look at my phone again and I see start of overtime. Hershey won. Charlotte won. Huh? One one? Overtime. Wait a minute. I can listen to this. I could watch this. So, today, uh, local radio channel, a little behind. And, you know, I'm listening, I'm listening, the vehicle's warming up, listening, listening, and it's back and forth, up and down, on we go, and shots at both ends, breakaways, Max McCormick on a breakaway, that's not good, and lo, Mike Scarbosa on a breakaway, Michael, please, yes, no, gets denied by Bebo, dang it, dang it. All right, it's back and forth. Fire wagon hockey, as they like to say. Up and down we go. You know the Bears like to play that slow, methodical, and painful overtime where they just, you know, just just slow the action down and pick and choose their spots? Nope. Nope. Fire wagon hockey, which is with a team in Charlotte that is fast. You don't want to do that. So late on in overtime, AJ brings the puck in into the zone, waiting for reinforcements. He's got himself in pro toss in. Drops the puck off. Lucas Johansson. Oh, boy. High slot shot. Scores! Scores! The Bears win! Lucas Johansson has ended the game! Low on Bebo! Beats him! And the Bears are getting out of Charlotte with a win! They did it! They went 500! That's all I wanted. Like I said, that's all I wanted. Just give me 500 in Charlotte. And the boys did it, coming back from one nothing, Get a goal in the third and win it in overtime from Lucas Johansson. Of all people, took you five years, but you finally got yourself an OT winner. Lucas Johansson ends the game at 4.37 of overtime. Thank God they did not go to a shootout against this team. And the Bears, you know, get, get 500 in Charlotte. Bears win it, 3-2 to the final. Your three stars of the game, Logan Hutsko with the lone goal for Charlotte, Zach Fucali with the second star, 27 for 28, and Lucas Johansson with the game winner gets number one star. Good job, boys, all around. You boys have earned that, that ice cream with sprinkles tonight. We're going to Dairy Queen. Let's go. Do they have Dairy Queens down there in North Carolina? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Can we stop at a cookout? Don't press your luck. (laughs) 
So, um, uh, let's just see here. Uh, AJ and Michael just doing some cleanup stats here. Protoss gets an assist. Michael and AJ get assists on the night as well. So, um, good day at the office all around. It was a scrappy come from behind win. And with this team, you love to see it. You really do. So the Bears go 500 on the weekend here. And let me just bring this up here. Stupid AHL app sometimes. Just does not cooperate sometimes. Like like the app, I keep having to press back to get back to its home screen. I can't just... There's no home screen button on it. You think they couldn't make this easy? Anyway, so uh, let's go to the standings of the division, of the Atlantic Division. We're going to start down there on the bottom, the Dwellers. And you have the Lehigh Valley Phantoms at 0-3-1 with one point on the season. And they only scored four goals after two weekends. That's not good. Uh, did they give up a lot of... Oh, they gave up nine. Uh... Okay, offense being an issue down there in Lehigh. Moving on up is Providence at 1-2-1, one, and, one, and they're giving up a lot of goals at 15 goals so far. They're giving up about three goals a game. That's not the Providence team I know. They have four points and 400 percentage. I'm sticking to points right now unless percentage is absolutely needed. Heading on up is... Teams that are eh, just hanging around right now. Bridgeport found their winning ways this weekend to bring themselves back up to 500 on the season with six points at 2, 2, 0, and 2. The Charlotte Checkers, as I mentioned, are 2, 1, and 1 on the season. Uh, They are at 625 right now. Um, A rather even team as well, but again, the speed is still there with Charlotte. They'll be dangerous. At fourth is Hartford. What a thunk of it. 3-1-1 with seven points. A decent team so far. Getting those wins early on in the season. Let's hope it's not like pre-pandemic where a lot of these wins are mirages. And third is Wilkes-Barre? At 3-1? Wilkes-Barre? Them? They haven't scored a lot of goals on the season. Only scored seven. In four games. Okay, maybe a gritty, grimy, dirty team. Uh, okay. Wilkes-Barre's 3-1 three, three and one with six points on the season. Is At second is our boys, Hershey, at 3-1 and one with six points, 750. And the offense is there for this team. And um, the Bears are kind of at where we thought we would be. At number one in all the length is the Springfield Thunderbirds. At 4-0-1. Uh, okay. Nine points, 900 percentage. 16 goals so far with five games played. Oh boy. This will be an interesting team moving forward. So there you have it. That's your Atlantic division. Your top three right now. Springfield, Hershey, and Wilkes-Barre. Those top two spots will be very, very important. To the north. Number one there is Utica. At 3-0 with 6 points. Second is Cleveland at 3-1 and and 1 with 7 points but a lower percentage. There is Rochester at 2-1 and 
uh, with only four points, but a high percentage. Laval de Rakit at three and two with six points at 600. The Toronto Marlies, two and two at 500, only four games played. The Syracuse Crunch at two, one, at, screw that up, at one, two, and one with three points, 375. And lastly, oh, Troy, three, one, and three with two points and 250 percentage. Troy's team are traditionally slow starters. Hopefully they'll be fine in Belleville, Ontario, Canada. So that was a bit of a skate around, taking a look around the AHL. So, you know, what do we take a look at here? About 30 minutes. A nice little recap of the weekend, everyone. So if you didn't hear earlier on in the podcast, a little bit of American Hockey League news. Next week, the Seattle Krakens uh, AHL club will be revealed. And originally, they were supposed to be Palm Springs. But they want to call themselves Coachella Valley. Meh. So, the names of the team came down. They did one of those polling and get the team, name the team contests. And came down to the Dragons, the Firebirds. And there was one other one there. I forget what it was because it's, well, it sounds really, really boring. So I I obviously want Dragon because the name Dragon is so freaking cool. We have not had a Dragon AHL logo since the Saint, that's S-A-I-T, Saint John Flames. No, not Saint John's up there in Newfoundland, Labrador. Welcome to the Rock. No, Saint John. There is a difference. When they were the Calgary Flames affiliate and they used a Dragon in their logo. So a nice little video was dropped yesterday. February 4th or 5th, we will find out what this team's name be. There is fire. Yes. And a bird screeching. Oh, boy. It's going to be firebirds, isn't it? Bah. Bah, I say. I wanted dragons. Dragon sounds much more cool. But, 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 I'll give them a chance. I will give them a chance. There's a team called Firebirds there in the, uh, in the Ontario Hockey League, and they look pretty decent. So, um... We'll see what that does next week as well. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week, everyone. Thank you for your times, listens, and downloads this week, and especially for listening to the Friday Face-Off. No Friday Face-Off this week. Instead, we will drop a conversation with the urinating tree. The Yinzer himself will join me this week. It will be a fun podcast all around Thank you very much, everyone. Continue to support the podcast on whatever podcast platform you listen to. And as the outro will also say, check out our NHL affiliate one as well. Now, as we head into November, everyone, and FAIR wraps up, I have plans for this show. And I've already showed it with the Friday face-off. Maybe we'll get some watch-alongs going and I'll be able to uh, focus more on this podcast and hockey a little bit more. So, everyone, just hang with me one more week. I know all of you will. And go enjoy Bears hockey this weekend as we have a Wednesday night game against the Syracuse Crunch. Actually, it will be tonight by the time this podcast drops. And then the boys will take on the Cleveland Monsters for their only visit to Giant Center Saturday and Sunday there at Giant Center. Enjoy your hockey. Enjoy the weekend because we got a lot of it. Go Bears. 
and I'll see you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.